It's the Coffee Black Show. It's the Coffee Black Show. It's the Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coffee Black Show. This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E, and I be on this M-I-C. How is everybody doing? Is everybody doing all right? Is everybody doing okay? I'm going to tell you guys, man, right now I'm not. It's, it's, it's... It's the eve of the eve of the anniversary of my birth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the big 5-0, y'all. I'm, what am I talking about, the 5-0? I wish I was the big 5-0. I'll be 54. 54. Man. I'm telling you guys, man, the life I have seen, the stuff that I have seen in this life, the stuff that I have done wanted to do in this life the stuff that I you know continuing to want to do in this life the stuff that I I uh, I wish I can change in this life the stuff that I it's just so much man it's just so much And um, I just feel like I don't have enough time to do it, you know. I want to look, man. I still want to leave this, the Earth atmosphere. I still want to go into space, man. You know, I still want to. I want to go swimming with the dolphins again. That was fun. This time I want to go swim with the stingray, and um, they also had this thing where you could swim with the sharks. But I don't think I want to do that. Um, I'm just not that adventurous. Not that I'm I'm afraid or anything. I'm, I ain't that adventurous. I'm adventurous, but not that adventurous. I still want to skydive. I heard that um skydiving. Most people don't like skydiving because of the feeling you get when you um like in an elevator or a roller coaster, the the up and down motion. But from what I understand, it's not like that. It's um, it's more like um, uh, you. The reason why you get that up and down feeling, you know, um, that vertical sickness is because you're you're vertical. But when you skydive, you're flat. You're laying kind of laying flat so you're falling and and you don't get that feeling so I'm, I'm ready I'm ready to try that I'm ready ready to try it you know um, there's an indoor skydiving range in Jacksonville and I think I may go I may go try that out for my birthday yeah for the anniversary of my birth I should say I should go try that out that seems like it's gonna be fun um, You know, ain't ain't too much going on in my life, man. Um, still separated. Woohoo! But uh, <laughs> there's a uh, you know work. There's the Jetson Boat Pro that I love to ride. Um, speaking of electric bikes, I think I'm gonna get the uh, Super Seventy Three. 
I've been checking that out. It, I don't know. It's still a toss-up between Super 73 and the Aerial Rider. And to to throw a little more into the mix, there's also the uh, the uh, um, Rad City Runner. Yeah, so the Rad Bike. So, you know, still got a little bit of that going on. Still thinking about that. But uh, I will be getting me a new um, electric bike. The moped style. Why? Because I love it. I miss I, I, I miss riding a bike. I miss riding a moped, really. Um, well, it's not... I miss riding my scooter. Put it that way. Um... Only thing I hate about the scooter is the uh, the tire stem, the valve is all messed up, and uh, it's not really messed up. It's just hard to get to, and the air pumps that I've bought and the air pumps that I try to uh, find, well, I try to use like at the gas stations and stuff like that, can't use them can't use them whatsoever um so I'm thinking about and here's the thing where I live it is very hard to get your scooter service there's only one place in town that service scooters but there's only one place in town that service scooters but it's so far out getting it to the shop is like a real problem but I will probably go online and find some uh, extenders that I can use and uh, you know use an air pump and pump up the, and, and the thing is it's the rear tire the front tire is cool it's the rear tire I also need to get some um, get some uh green slime and put in my tires I, I really hate green slime if you ever used slime before you really and had to change your tire yeah is uh, yeah change the inner tube oh man it's a mess it's a mess but I'm willing I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now I'm I, that's what I gotta do you know but I will be uh, getting a new scooter probably getting a new electric bike after that, next year this time, I will be riding my Can-Am Riker, either the, the uh, Riker Sport or the Riker 900. If I don't have the Can-Am Riker, I will be getting the uh, Can-Am Spider F3. And then after that, I will work on getting my... Uh, F-150 Lightning yeah I'm here's the thing I don't want another car don't want another car if I get any uh, vehicle big heavy vehicle is gonna be a truck and the Lightning F-150 is beautiful 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 total electric if there's a power outage it can uh, 
power my house for three days? Hey, come on. Come on, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> Can't beat that. But, um, yeah, so going to be doing that. Those are my plans. Those are my plans for the future. And, um, yeah, man, we're going we gonna, to uh, work on getting getting our vehicles. But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Hey, I got a I got a funny story for you guys, man. You know what? Hold on, hold on. I got a funny story for you guys. It, well, I think it's amusing. I think you'll you'll find it amusing too. So hold on, be right back. Y'all know what time it is. Got to go pay the bills. Once we pay them bills, I'll be right back with that amusing story. All right. So hold on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. With the host, R.E.G. It's the Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. Enjoy. What's up, folks? Hey, if you are a fan of the Coffee Black Show and would like to help support the podcast, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash the Coffee Black Show. You can leave a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Again, that is buymeacoffee.com slash the Coffee Black Show. We certainly do appreciate it and keep on listening. Okay, so I'm back. I'm back. Here's the amusing story. I was at work the other day, okay? And um, I work in an apartment store, and, you know, we got everything. We have everything, you know? So uh, this older gentleman came in. I don't know if I told you this story before. I probably have. I mean, I've told several people, but um, this older gentleman come in, and he goes, Hey! Could you help me? And I was like, sure, no problem. You know, I'm putting up stock and everything. But he was like, I was like, sure, no problem. He said, uh, yeah, I'm looking for some ice cream trays. And I said, ice cream trays? Ice cream trays? Ice cream trays? Now, this would get me. He's an older gentleman. Now, I'm 54. He's way older than I am. He looks like he's about in his 70s, you know. So, I know. I know. You know. He knows the lingo, but he goes, yeah, I'm looking for some ice cream trays. I said, ice cream trays? Hmm, ice cream trays, ice cream trays. I never heard of ice cream trays. Yeah, it's the ones you put in the freezer, put the, you put the ice cream in. I said, huh? Maybe, you know, maybe some silicone junk that they done started using. I, I don't know. So I'm running around the store. I'm running around the store for about 10 minutes looking for these ice cream trays. Looking, searching, can't find them. 
I finally go, you know, uh, I don't think we have any. He goes, yeah, I don't think you guys have any either because, you know, everybody got ice makers now. And I stopped in my tracks and was like, ice trays? Yeah, ice cream trays. No, they're ice trays. That's it. I could have, I sworn I asked you that earlier. You said ice cream trays. No, no, ice, uh, yeah, ice cream trays. Ice trays. I'm sorry, we don't have any. Oh my gosh. Really? Waste of <laughs> freaking time, man. Waste of freaking time. But, um, y'all want to hear something uh, very interesting? Check this out. I started work at the store, at that store, on the 23rd of August. It is now September the 9th. Started 23rd, September 9th. 23rd, September 9th. Two, roughly a, over, a little over two weeks. Okay. You know how many trucks of um, stock we've had starting on the 23rd? Let me, let me break it down for you. I started that Monday, okay? We had just gotten a truck in that weekend, that Saturday. All right, cool. Cool, no problem. Then, um, that Thursday, we got a truck in. Cool, no problem. Regular day truck comes in is on Monday, all right? So, Monday, we got a truck come in. And then that following Friday, we had a truck come in. Then it was Labor Day on Monday. Tuesday, we had a truck come in. And then Wednesday, we had a truck come in. That makes six trucks, y'all. Six trucks in a two-week span. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You talking about brother working, brother man? Look, I haven't worked. <laughs> I haven't worked this hard since I escaped the plantation. And uh, yeah, some of you guys are probably saying plantation. Yeah, let me tell you, my father, my father had a garden in the out in the country, across the street. Well, across the road, he had a junkyard. And then down the road and around the corner, we had another. Uh, four acre garden now mind you he had one acre across the, the road right across the road from the junkyard and then the junkyard was like two acres and then around the corner there were another 14 acres but he only used four of them for another garden every summer every spring every fall he had a garden in the winter time we I had to go fiddle around in the junkyard 
And that was tough physical work, y'all. Tough physical work. For no pay. You get up at 5 in the morning. By 5.30, we out there. You work until 3 or 4 in the afternoon. Come home. Grab something to eat. Wash the dirt off. Go to bed. Get right back up and do the same thing the next day. Then, see, my father always had a little hustle, little size. He had little hustles. Don't they weren't side hustles? They were hustles, because that's how you. Well, basically, this is how he made his money. He got these hustles. He had the kids do the work. Me, my brothers, and my sisters, we did the work. He reaped all the benefit. He reaped all the money. Um, he had a hustle where, uh, like, um, let's say Walmart, their parking lot. Now they have like a, a street sweeper come come along, and they have guys that go out and dump the garbage and all that. Well, we used to do that. We used to do that. We used to have a Billy Goat blower, which came with a big old bag and you could put it put it on reverse and it's, a, it's like a vacuum cleaner and we used to have to go and clean the parking lots dump the trash clean around the the uh, doorways all that clean the windows We, my father had that little service and like I said the kids did all that he did nothing alright how's it going he did nothing but basically supervise and how he supervised he told you to do it if you didn't do it you got your ass whipped but yeah you go do it bam you go do it so um and while you're doing it he's off somewhere else usually in a store skinning and grinning behind some cashier or skinning and grinning with with the other guys you know kicking up with their boat and talking bullshit so, yeah. and then there were um where the Walmart is now used to be this huge field grass you know so my father got the um, grass cutting contract yeah so a lot of times what he did was he the garden he um he stopped with one acre with the one acre across from the junkyard and just worked on the four acre most of the time he did that by himself why because he would have me doing the grass I had to go out to Walmart cut that grass used to get picked on in school you know I used to hate that's another reason why I hated school I used to get picked on so much um, what made what made me kind of angry was there were kids who were financially 
poor than I was. They were getting food stamps. They was getting social security checks. They was getting welfare checks. They was getting all that. We weren't on food stamps. But these kids, man, they was getting name brand clothes and I was getting picked on because I wore my shoes till they were talking. When I say they were talking, the rubber, the glue in the front that, yeah, came off and I asked my dad for a brand new pair of shoes. I got cursed out. Yeah. My dad didn't put it like this. My dad was in the house, but he wasn't in the house. Yeah, a lot of my, I've, I've come to realize like a lot of my, um, um, social anxiety, a lot of my, uh, rage, a lot of my um, awkwardness all stems from my father yeah all stems from my dad and my childhood as a, as a, as a kid growing up, I never got a chance to hang out with people couldn't go anywhere one reason why my brothers and I, my brothers and sisters and I came to the conclusion, one reason why my father didn't want us to hang out with other kids or go anywhere or do anything was because he was out in the street cheating on my mom. And he was afraid he was going to get caught. Think about it. If you got some kids, if you keep them busy or you keep them at the house doing work or in the field somewhere doing some work, they can't, you know, and you don't let them hang out with other people they can't see you out there in the street doing your dirt and yeah let me tell you man my father was a real real gangster a real thug these youngsters that's running around today acting like they wannabes that's exactly what they are wannabes because my father, my uncle, and all the men of their generation who are gone now, those were real thugs. Those were real gangsters. Those were real, real. They didn't walk around talking plenty noise and acting all big and bad. You just crossed them and you'll find out. See, that's what, that's what get me. These young kids today, they walk around and, and brandishing their guns and all that. And man, let me tell you, my father, my father never left the house without three guns. He had one on him. Put it like this. He had one on him that you didn't know he had on him. He had another in a bowling bag. Well, you know, to carry your bowling ball in, he had another one in there, and he had another one hid under the seat in the in his truck. Now, the one in the bowling bag, you may know he had a gun in there, and you're probably thinking, "Man, by the time he get to it, I can do whatever." Okay, okay. He had, like I said, one in the one that was on him. 
you never could tell it was on her because you never see a bulge you never and that one that one was the 357 mag which I love and then he had a uh, 45 in the bowling bag and he had a 44 mag up under the seat of his truck and every now and then he also carried a shotgun in the back seat panel of his truck so yeah And that's what, and that's the thing, you know, um, when I was at the store the other day, this lady was like, this little boy, her little son wanted a water gun. He was obsessed with water guns and she was like, oh, guns, they make me nervous. It's a water gun. I don't know why y'all, uh, society has made y'all feel like guns are really bad. Let me tell y'all, man, I grew up, I grew up with guns. I grew up with guns in every room of the house. I grew up with guns <laughs> under my mattress. I grew up with my father carried guns all the time. He knew how to use them. He taught me how to use them. The thing is, if you teach 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 the child respect, you teach them it's not a toy, and once they pull the trigger, whatever the consequences that comes with it, they have to deal with it. That's what my father taught me. What whenever I pulled that trigger, whatever happens, I have to deal with it. I have to live with the results of it. I have to live with if I kill somebody or if I hurt somebody, if I hurt, I have to live with that. So I learned to respect guns. I never treated them like a toy. I always treated them as a weapon of destruction. And that's what you have to do. That's what you have to teach them. If you don't teach them that, then, you know, they see it on television and don't realize that the stuff on television is fake as, as a quadrillion dollar bill. You know, and that's the problem. People don't know how to to teach their kids. Hey, this ain't real. I mean, growing up, we 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 watched cartoons. We knew that if a if a bowling ball f fell on Fred Flintstone's head, he was gonna be all right in the next episode. Why? Because it's not real. You know. I mean, you know, these kids these days, man, they want to be big, bad gangsters. They want to, they see these movies and see these television shows and stuff and want to be big, bad gangsters. No, dog, that ain't real. That ain't real. But, um, yeah, man, it's good talking to y'all, man. It's good talking to y'all, um. I got off from work early. We're supposed to do a podcast episode with uh, 
with Sincere B and King Kelso on Chewing the Fat podcast. Um, had some technical difficulties, so I'll probably have to catch him on the next podcast, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Hey, 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 yo, 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 people. Hey, I want to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the Coffee Black Show. Thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day to spend a little bit of time with me. I appreciate you. I certainly do. Hope you come back and listen to the Coffee Black Show again. If this is your first time to the Coffee Black Show, why don't you hit that subscribe button if you are enjoying what you're listening to. And again, thank you for your love and support. And until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E, and I'll be on this M-I-C, and I will holler at you later. If it's God's will, tune in next week, and enjoy. Peace, y'all. I'm out of here.